Welcome back to Busy Making Other Plans, everyone. It is your host, Ashley. It is so good to be back on the mic. I took a little bit of a break, and truthfully, it was because I forgot to uh, release an episode. I, I truly just forgot, and then all of a sudden, it was Thursday, and I'm like, oh, crap. Uh, I forgot to do something this week. Uh, so here we are, uh, and you know, naturally, you would think, oh, this just means she has more content, which which is true, I guess I do, but I decided that this episode is going to focus on a topic, so I'm going to try and keep the stories short so that we can get right into it. One thing I do want to mention is that uh, your girl looks a little different now. I actually got a haircut and I happened to dye my hair as well, although you wouldn't be able to tell because I dyed it literally a shade darker. Like my hair was like a, a four or five and I just went down to a three. So it's like the next shade uh, closest to black. And I just, I think that dark hair is elegant. It makes it look shiny. So, so that's why, even though no one else will notice, I will. And, um, it's about shoulder length when it's straight. So I've had it straight, uh, for the flat last few days. And I'm really nervous for when it curls because, you know, it, it, it crinkles up and, um, truthfully, I really think my hair is going to be to my chin when, uh, when it gets curly. So I'm, I'm a little nervous about that. Uh, so I'm just going to kind of hold off on, on washing my hair until, uh, I'm ready for that journey. Uh, and also if you didn't know when you have curly hair, you don't wash your hair every day. Like your hair is naturally dry. And so if you do that, you're just going to completely dry it out, have no moisture. And also it's just such a process to, to wash it. Like you really have to um, schedule your wash days. Anyways, I'm not going to talk more about that. So, you know, I look a little different. I personally love it. Think it looks elegant. Um, something else that happened this weekend is I went to yoga and uh, this was supposed to be a yoga on the beach class. Remember how I said, like I thought someone had committed fraud because I paid for a yoga class and I didn't know the name of, of the company. Yeah. So this was the class. And, um, uh, it rained, so we didn't do it on the beach. It was like under under like a highway or something under this bridge, um, which kind of like took away from the ambiance. But I appreciated the fact that this was like a makeshift last minute decision, uh, and it all came together so quickly. And it was great because you got like free CBD gummies, um, a ten minute massage. I really liked that. It made it made the the price of the yoga class worth it. I would say, and then. I, I got a good workout, although I got my hair done the same day. And so looking back, I probably would do that differently. Like I was thinking, oh, I, I can snap good pics. It'll be so great. My hair is fresh. Nails are fresh. I got no pictures that night and I was sweaty and it was rainy. So my hair was getting frizzy. So I, I would say I was a little disappointed on, um, you know, how I was, uh, how I looked that night, you know, I really had high expectations thinking, oh, I'm gonna look like, I'm gonna look so cute in my little yoga outfit. Didn't even like get a yoga outfit, even though that was like my plan. So, um, this whole idea I had about being like a cute little yogi that night, it didn't work out that way. Uh, but nonetheless, nonetheless, I had fun. It was about the experience and meeting new people. And this was probably like the first event I went to that I met new people at because I've just been hanging out with like the same people. So, 
I was just really excited to socialize um, and then also reconnect with people I hadn't seen in a while. So I, I had a good weekend and I really do encourage people to try out Actify City Yoga. It's it's great. He has like special events where it's on the beach or underpass or, or does salsa with yoga. So I think people should definitely do it because I've had so many people asking me about it, just like seeing my story. And um, truthfully, I've, I think this is like the most fun yoga class that I've, I've been to. Okay, so that's like my short little update. And uh, as you could probably tell by the title of this episode, something that I want to talk about is dating in your 20s and and why dating kind of sucks. And let me tell you why. So I also this past weekend had gone for dinner with some friends of mine. And while we were at dinner, a lot of our conversation was basically just, you know, catching each other up on our dating woes or experiences with men uh, and, and also just talking about past relationships. So like we really got into it. And as we started talking about this, like, you know, the the commonality here was men are trash. And I don't say that to be rude. And I don't like to generalize all men because I have really good guy friends who I think anyone would be lucky to date. But our experience with our men has been pretty trash. And I think that's something that a lot of girls can relate to. We've all had really shitty guys that we've gone on dates with or we're talking to, um, hooking up with. So I really wanted to talk about this topic because it's just so relevant for people in our age group and I think it's something that we need to discuss and as I was making notes for this episode, I was watching Sex in the City because I fucking love that show. And it was the episode where Charlotte was looking for her white knight and she had made a very iconic uh, quote. She was saying, I have been dating since I was 15. I'm exhausted. Where is he? And it's true. Like, dating can be so exhausting. And I know, like, we definitely have not been dating as long as Charlotte has, but she's got a point like it does start to get exhausting having to share all this information about yourself with someone only for it to go nowhere and I understand the frustration at the same time you know that is what dating is and you know when you decide to get into the sport of dating you kind of take the good with the bad and you have to be prepared to do that stuff in order to get a deeper connection with the person you're on a date with but it can become so exhausting, uh, especially for someone who really does want a relationship and you're just not meeting someone who's your match or someone who's looking for the same things. And so you start to feel a little bit jaded, like you don't think that the right person's out there or, you know, no one wants a relationship. Why are you trying? And I'm, I'm here to tell you, do not feel jaded. Like, yes, it's a process. Yes, it's exhausting. But I think there are some things that we need to talk about with dating and I think as we talk about why it's so hard or or things that we can do better, maybe we can have a more positive experience or a more positive perception. And so like the first thing I want to do is kind of just talk about, you know, what are some insecurities that, you know, myself or other people have about dating and and what are some rules that we've like put out for ourselves and why is it so hard? Because that's like the the main question is like why why is it so hard to find the one and you know I think I want to start off by saying you know for me I got out of a long-term relationship 
a year and a half ago, as you know. Um, and so I was all about dating. I'm like, yeah, I want to go on dates with guys. Like I am not looking for a relationship right now. Um, but you know, as the time went on, it's been a year and a half now. I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe I could explore that. I'm not going to, you know, actively, you know, say I'm trying to be in a relationship, but like that could be a possibility. We'll see where things go. Um, but what happens is that you see other people getting into relationships. Like I said, like most of my friends are in relationships and then all of a sudden you are afraid you won't find someone or maybe you're afraid you will find someone because you told yourself that you just wanted to date for fun but like now it could be getting serious with someone and then all of a sudden you have this fear-based approach to dating which is not healthy and I think we need to like think about is that what we really want? Like, are we trying to have fun here and get to know a person? Or are we doing this activity because we're scared of being alone? Or are we doing it um, because we actually just feel really confident in ourselves and we just actually want to get to know another person? So I think like evaluating why it is you're going on dates is like a really good first step. Almost like uh, a habit, you go into a date wanting the other person to like you and so you know you put your best foot forward which is what you want to do but you almost get so focused on making sure that they like you and that there is a next date that you forget to ask yourself do you even like this person I know a few of you are probably saying oh, of course I do like that's why I accepted the date like yeah we had a good banter uh, it, it was a good time uh, sure I of course I want to go on another date with this person and we're going to explore that yeah true absolutely but do you really like this person like yeah you have a good time but would you actually want to be romantically involved and committed to this person because ultimately like that you're not you're dating because you would want to have something long-term with this person. So kind of ask yourself that, because I think we kind of forget it, and our attention is towards just making sure they like us. And I think that's where we can run into some problems. So that's kind of a shift I'm going through mentally right now, is making sure that like if I go on a date with someone, I want to make sure that I like them first, right? Um, because then it becomes more difficult if I were to go on a few dates with them, realize I don't like them that much, and then, you know, go through the hassle of, of having to end it or continuing to go on dates with them, knowing that I don't like them as much. And, and like, that's okay. Like that is what dating is. It's getting to know a person. But I think like a lot of women do forget the fact that you really have to like that person. And that's why I'm saying it is just because I think that some of us go into it wanting attention, you know, like we, we want attention. I know sometimes that's why I download dating apps. I'm like thinking in my head, oh, like I would really like some attention right now. L like, let me go on a dating app and um, swipe right on some guys and we can get talking. Maybe we'll go out. And so I think we need to start thinking about why it is that we want to go on a date. Do we just want someone to do things with? Do we, do we like the attention or do we actually want to build something with someone? And right now we're just, you know, in the process of finding that person. So please go into it just thinking about what it is that you want. And if, you know, a relationship isn't what you want, then don't go on a date with someone who's goal is to be in a relationship. Or, you know, if you just want attention or, or someone to do things with, focus on making friends. 
And it's not just you, like it's so many people. We all get so caught up in the moment and are focused on making plans with a person um, and thinking about are we texting them too much or not enough and all of these nuances of dating that we just kind of skip the first step, which should be do I have a genuine interest in getting to know this person deeper, right? So think about that when you get on a date. Like do you feel that connection right away? Because I feel like we need to stop skipping that step and just think about why we want to date and if we even like the person we're dating. The other problem with dating and hookup culture is these written and unwritten rules. Don't sleep with someone on the first date or they'll never see you as anything serious. Don't tell them you like them until at least three dates or you'll freak them out. Don't text them right after the date ended. Um, make sure the guy likes you more than they like that more than you like them. Uh, you know, actually, this is something I struggle with because I almost always put this wall up uh, and don't try to get to know the person a bit deeper because I just I don't want to be the person who likes them more than they like me. But truthfully, like who cares? You're a human. If you have feelings for someone, why is that so bad to say out loud? Uh, that you like them why can't you tell the other person that it doesn't mean you're clingy uh, it doesn't make you any worse of a person it just means that based on what you know about this human you like them and are attracted to them so why do we treat it as if this person is whack for for liking you too quickly like it's only seen as whack if the other person doesn't feel the same way uh, but if the feelings were reciprocated then it's cute and you both got what you wanted and and it's it's great it works out so well so don't be afraid to tell someone how you feel because if the person's right for you, they won't be scared off by that. So I have a problem with these rules. Um, oh, in terms of hookup culture, I actually have a story. Okay, so this is something that I didn't know was a rule, but it turns out it was. I'm still trying to figure that out. Okay, so this was last summer. It was my first you know, hook up before, uh, after my, uh, relationship had ended. And, um, I guess I was still learning about this new world of, of dating and hookup etiquette. And so there was this guy and we had gone to dinner, nothing serious. We, you know, both knew what would come after. So we went back to his place afterwards and uh, we had sex. And so we were going a few rounds and I remember saying something along the lines of, you know, we have all night to have fun. And then he was like, I don't know um, if you should sleep over. And I was so confused. Like, what? Like, you brought me back uh, at like one in the morning to like have sex and then leave? I was so confused. Like, in my head, I was just going to sleep over and leave the next morning, right? And um, yeah, he was like, I just don't think we're there yet. As if me sleeping over meant that he is now invited to my family Christmas party. Uh, so I was shocked. It ruined my mood. I left shortly after. And I remember asking my friend the next morning uh, about if that was a thing, like sleeping over. Um, and she said, yeah, like um, you don't usually sleep over, which was so bizarre to me. Honestly, I just I never thought much of sleepovers at all like it if we're being honest I like the sleepover aspect because I love morning sex so you know it, night sex is great but like I am looking forward to the morning again this was never me looking at it as more than a hookup uh 
I literally just like morning sex. But to this guy, like, I guess it was too serious. And so anyways, you see with all these rules that you could or couldn't be breaking, like no wonder dating is so hard. We're all working with a different rule book and people's rule books are so different that you might not even know you're breaking a rule in the first place. And then you're wondering, why did that person not call me back? Or why did we end things off weird? Why did he ghost me? Because you broke a rule. You don't even know what rule you broke. And he's probably not going to tell you, but you did. And so it's so easy to dismiss dating and say that no one's looking for anything serious or you can't find your person or, or you think there's something wrong with you, but there's not. And the only thing you can control is how you react to situations. And I think if you've had a relationship that didn't work out, all you can do is learn and move forward. And now you know what you don't want, or now you know the type of person that you will not be going for. I mean, I hope we don't go for toxic men constantly. I know some people do, but like, let's, let's think about who we're going after. Maybe we need an accountant, you know, maybe we don't need the, the drug dealer who, um, who never texts you back. Anyways, um, sorry, that's not most people. <laughs> uh, where was I? So yeah, it's not you. I think it's just the process of dating and you just need to be really good at communicating what exactly it is that you want. And communication is a skill that comes into play so much in dating and is so important. And I think a lot of people aren't good at communicating and you really have to. Like, I think that's why I always hear people saying, get to get into therapy, get into therapy. Like it makes you so much better at communicating, which is so true. Like as someone who has gone to therapy, like you get to articulate your emotions and what you went through and how you're feeling and what, what what's happening that makes you feel a certain way. Anyways, this is not like a therapy podcast, so I'm not going to like go too much into it. But communication is so important. Just talking about what it is you want, what you're looking for and, and what it is that perhaps you didn't enjoy or like about a person. Now, if you go on a date with someone and you genuinely just don't feel like you clicked, like it's okay to not like them. It's okay uh, to just feel like this is not a, a person you want to go on another date with, but it's not okay to send them mixed signals. You have to be polite uh, and honest with them. I said polite first. Oh, that's so cute. Uh, but you have to tell them, you know, that like, hey, I just don't see this working out. And if they ask why, you know, give them like a little explanation. It doesn't have to be anything long, but you can say like, I just felt like we weren't compatible. Um, I feel like our our goals don't align, whatever. Um but don't hit them up when you're bored uh, because then you end up leading that person on and and then they'll go back and say, well, you did this, so I took it like that and then they would be right, you fucked up, um, you made it look like you still liked them. So I would say like it's okay to not like a person, but don't make them think otherwise. I think that's where you start making uh, people feel really fucked up and crazy or make them feel very negatively just about dating because you are playing mind games with them so just be really forward and if you don't like someone just tell them straight up and and don't lead them on i also think timing is just everything when it comes to dating like you have to date when you are ready to date don't go into it thinking like oh, I'm just so lonely, so lost, but if I had a significant other, everything would be fine. Like, no, that means that you should go through some personal growth first before finding another person. Because often, like, our personal growth mirrors 
our dating life. So like if you're working through building up your confidence, like it's going to be difficult jumping into the dating world because you're developing your confidence right now. And, And that's why you end up overthinking things because you're just, you're so unsure of yourself already. Uh, so grow and and learn about yourself first prior to putting yourself in the situation where you're you're dating another person because they'll have to go through all those ups and downs with you and and you could end up making them feel really insecure you could end up uh, putting them through hell when you know there's this journey that you should have taken on your own first so i would say grow within yourself and then you'll be able to grow in dating you know And don't force things. Don't try so hard with a date. So, you know, if you were naturally yourself, then you wouldn't feel like you have to try so hard. I'm so guilty of this. Um, Like, I'm literally my best self when I'm my true self. And, like, I feel like I put this pressure on myself to be a certain way. And then I realize I'm not being authentic. And I'm just like, ugh, like, I'm not even, like, I'm not even attracted to me when I'm like this. And so I really need to practice going into situations and just being really authentically myself without being concerned if he'll like me or if I'm I'm being the type of person that he could like. So just kind of, like, focus on that. Maybe, like, go into it thinking, you know, I, I want to hang out with this person as if like I'm hanging out with my friend because you're usually yourself when you're with your friends and then see where it goes. Now, uh, you know, two people liking each other, that that would be just the beginning of dating. So there are complexities to come um, as you continue to date and get more serious of a person. And that's when you have to think about like, do our values align? Do we know how to communicate with each other? How do they handle conflict? Is religion important? And, and do they need to be in the same religious group? Like there are complexities that come after the first step of you know, dating and realizing you like this person. And so I think that's why a lot of relationships, once they hit like the the three month mark, they get a little difficult or they end up breaking up because you start realizing these things about people uh, that you make you think like, oh, I don't know if we could be in a long term relationship. I don't know if I can I can deal with this particular thing. And that's okay. Like after three months, you know, that is kind of when you start to understand a person and, and who they are. And you need to make difficult decisions like that. But I think always come back down to communication and always be talking about these things. So it's not such a shock when uh things end you know you both are on the same page and kind of understand like what's important to you so you know don't think that the hard part is dating there's still many hard things to come and and you know what comes after you know understanding if your values align that is a really complex thing and and that can also just be equally as hard now when feelings are involved we have the tendency to over romanticize things so it's so easy to build a fantasy up in our head but it's hard to put in the legwork and if someone doesn't want to put in the legwork you gotta move on like it's not gonna work because a relationship is not supposed to be one-sided so if you feel like the other person's not putting in the legwork or maybe they stopped putting in the legwork then you gotta let them know you've gotta tell them almost like an ultimatum like this has to happen or else I can't see this working out and and see what happens and if they aren't giving you what you're giving them then you've got to go 
you've got to go. And I know relationships are not always going to be 50-50. Sometimes they're 60-40, uh, 30-70, and it, it always switches up. Uh, but I feel like that's more of like a long-term thing once you've like understood that this person does care about you and this person does want to do things for you. Not like, you know, at like the three-month mark and you're like, mm, I feel like he's not like doing enough. Like, no, that's pretty early in a relationship. Like he should still be trying. I'm saying he because I'm a woman, but um and you get you get my point, all right? Uh, so, yeah, I think we need to also be mindful if people aren't putting in the legwork. We have to stop giving them so many chances because you're they're showing you who they are. And I think if someone shows you who they are, you should believe them, and and go. You know, find someone who who's better for you. Don't stick around because then you start to resent that person, or your quality of life goes down, and then all of a sudden you're feeling jaded, and maybe you don't feel like there's someone better for you, or you don't deserve someone better. So you know, make sure that you are with a person who equally wants to do the legwork, makes you feel good, all of that good stuff. Okay, so, you know, I know this is really random and very unrelated, but I just made coffee, like, the Turkish way with, like, a, a jezva, and I didn't have, like, the Turkish coffee grounds, so I just used, like, my McDonald's coffee grounds and boiled it on the stove, and then I used, like, a strainer to, like, get rid of the grounds as I poured it into a cup, and... <laughs> It's because I ran out of coffee filters, so I couldn't use my coffee machine, but this is a great cup of coffee, and I'm so impressed with myself for doing this. Wow, that is called innovation, doing something with the least amount of resources. Sorry, I just wanted to say that because I feel like I'm going to make coffee this way because it's just like cheap and I'm lazy. So anyways, anyways, I digress. Moving forward. Yeah, okay. So kind of to end off, are you interested in dating or do you just want attention? Don't go on hinge if you are not interested in being in a relationship because we all know that's like the app for dating. It's literally the app designed to be deleted. That's their motto. So, you know, if you're actually interested, go in there thinking that you actually want to explore something serious um, and, and this is like an avenue for doing that. Uh, you know, I'm guilty of realizing, wow, I'm really single and downloading the dating app. And then I start having conversations with people and I'm like, uh, do I really want to keep up a conversation? Do I even want to be doing this? Do I want to meet up? Um, sometimes you don't and that's okay, but don't waste other people's time. So anyways, I've done it. I'm doing some self-reflection. You know, that's not what I'm going to do. Um, there are so many other ways to get attention without wasting someone's time, posting a thirst trap on Insta or something. But at the end of the day, like dating is supposed to be fun. So, you know, get excited about going on dates with people and, and getting to know people. It's so great just getting to learn about other people's lives. And oh my God, crushes, crushes are so fun to have. Like, you know, like, do you remember when you were in elementary school and you just had a crush on a boy, but you didn't want to tell him? Uh, it's just, it, it was, it's so fun. It's such a, a fun experience too. So like have crushes and, you know, get out there and talk to people. Just, you know, it is supposed to be fun. You're in your 20s. Yes, dating in your 20s is hard and it kind of sucks, but it can also be really, really fun as you learn more about yourself uh, and get to know people. And you're just one date closer to meeting the person you're meant to be with. And I think I always try to tell myself that because it's, it's true. And so one day you're going to be in a relationship with someone and it's going to be the last relationship you'll ever be in. And it's going to be the person and you wake up next to every single day for the rest of your life. So really cherish this time in singlehood because you won't get to be this person for very long. A majority of your of your life, you will be 
married to someone. So remember that. Have fun. Be smart. And communication is key. And that is all. So uh, thank you everyone for tuning in to this week's episode. Uh, I really loved this topic. It was something that I felt we needed to talk about a bit more, especially right in the midst of summer. Uh, Summer flings, woo! Uh, So, you know, thanks for listening and for the support. And I hope this was helpful to a lot of you. And uh, I will see you guys next week. If you haven't subscribed or given this a five-star rating, please do so. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I will talk to you all next Tuesday. Bye-bye. Scandal.